Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. The Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale is going on now. Choose from thousands of carry-out-sized trees that are easy to handle and easy to plant. While supplies last, buy the first tree at regular price and mix or match a second tree for only 50 cents. Thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, fruit trees, evergreen trees, ornamental trees, and more. Also, huge savings on shrubs and perennials. You Come take see. I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the Tree Farm. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? It's hump day. Woo-woo! Live from wherever it is you're at, this is Swamp Fight with J.D. the Colorado Deplorable. Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome to the Hump Day Swamp Fight Show. Thank you for joining me here in the swamp today. As always, I appreciate that a whole, whole bunch. So today we got, uh, just in a few minutes, I'm going to be bringing on a couple of chaps, a couple of gentlemen. Uh, One is running, they're both running for Longmont City offices. One is running for... Um, Longmont City Council at large, uh, Mr. Steve Altshuler, and the other chap, Gary Hodges, is running for Longmont City Council Ward 3, I believe it is. I think that's right. So anyway, after the break, I will be bringing those two on, and that's going to be awesome. It's going to be very enlightening to say the least. I can tell you that. Because as you know, the city of Longmont, I mean, for as long as I can remember, even back into the late 70s, early 80s, you know, it just continually, like Boulder County in general, becomes more and more and more wacko, more liberal, more Marxist, more socialist, more bad. All right? So these two guys are wanting to get in there, and there's three or four other people running for city council spots who are conservatives. They're all going to try to get elected and see if they can't turn this thing around, as well as a conservative candidate for Longmont City Mayor. All right, so before we bring those gentlemen on, did you see, by the way, I see where the Colorado Budweiser Event Center is now the Blue Arena? Do you see that? Yeah. 
It's like, what's the deal with these stadiums and these event centers? I mean, they're they're constantly changing their names. I guess whoever's got the bucks can get their name on it, right? So, all right. Well, anyway, so I know I talk a lot about how corrupt and dishonest the Clintons, the Bidens, how much they've lied and taken advantage of the American people and basically how sleazy they are. And the reason I talk about these things so much is because, number one, it's all true, and people need to hear these things. Um, They need to hear the truth, and especially anyone who has or would consider voting for any of these people or anyone that they are associated with. But just to give you an idea here, We've got some clips here today that I want to run through real quick. And uh, I think we can show beyond a shadow of a doubt just how dishonest and greedy and corrupt these people are, especially the Bidens, right? So go ahead, guys. When I left the Senate, I was able to convince Strom Thurmond to vote for the Voting Rights Act. Strom Thurmond. All right, first of all, what he was saying there, let's listen to that again. When I left the Senate, I was able to convince Strom Thurmond to vote for the Voting Rights Act. Strom Thurmond. Sean Thurmond. Joe Biden says that he convinced Strom Thurmond to vote for the Voting Rights Act, okay? By the way, that was passed in 1965. Joe Biden left the Senate in 2009. Um, he was first voted into, into office um, way, way after that. I mean, seven years, that, that act was approved and voted for seven years before Sleepy Joe first got into office. Can you believe that? And Strom Thurmond, by the way, died in 2003. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This guy just never Browns are in New York. And I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so devastating because the way you could away from where you could stand. All right. How about that? Huh? How about that? So, now this one, he just told last month about that, the 9-11 lie. And, and here's the thing. Joe Biden was not at ground zero the day after 9-11. How do we know this? Because he was given a speech on the floor of the Senate in the swamp in Washington, D.C. It was actually a week and a half after those attacks that Joe Biden finally did visit Ground Zero. I remember spending time at the, you know, uh, go, going to uh, the, uh, you know, the Tree of Life Synagogue, speaking with the just, It just is amazing these things are happening. I've spent more time with Xi Jinping than any world, than any world leader has. 68 hours alone with just he and I and an interpreter. Travel 17,000 miles with him here and in China. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. 
So what about that one? What's, he says it's truly amazing. I tell you, what's truly amazing is how Joe Biden consistently remembers being at places he's never been. That's what's truly amazing. And claiming accomplishments that's never happened. Biden has told those lies right there so many times that back in November of 2022, the Washington Post gave Biden, get this, a bottomless Pinocchio. A bottomless Pinocchio. There is zero evidence that Joe Biden traveled with Xi anywhere near that much. In the White House, they, they're saying, yeah, basically didn't happen. And despite the fact checks that Biden, despite the, uh, the fact checks and, and, the, and the White House's statement, Biden has continued, he's made this same claim 20 times since he's been president. And since made aware of the Washington Post Pinocchio fact check deal, he's made the claim another 12 times times. Is that amazing or what? On the Tibetan plateau, he turned to me and he asked me, he said, can you define America for me? And I was deadly earnest. I said, yes. In one word, possibilities. Now, anytime you hear Joe Biden say, no, really, or no joke or deadly earnest, he's lying. Of course, he's lying all the time anyway. But I like to show you actual and, and it's endless, guys. There's literally like well over a hundred of these where he just flat out tells stories and lies. And he says that uh, he visited the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. Never happened. Never happened. After every mass shooting, we hear a simple message. The same message all over the country. I've been to every mass shooting. Do something. Since the tragedy in Sandy Hook, and I remember being there, I remember that uh, how I met with every one of the parents who were there. But all of you, and all of you at the time, and I spent several days up in Sandy All right, first of all, according to the official White House schedule, for the entire year after Sandy Hook, after that shooting, Joe Biden did not travel to Sandy Hook or to Newtown. To this day, Joe Biden has never been to Sandy Hook. All right? So there you go with that. So after the break, I'm going to bring on these gentlemen who are running for Longmont City offices. And uh, we'll hear what they have to say about Longmont. So don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll be right back. Who's going to steal the show? You know, baby, it's the guitar man. I learned to stand with people that are in the storm who have courage. You know, there's a man out there other than President Trump and just a few others that have really proven their mettle in the furnace. It's Mike Lindell. You're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is, how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. I've learned to stand with people that are in the storm 
who have courage. You know, there's a man out there other than President Trump and just a few others that have really proven their mettle in the furnace. It's Mike Lindell. You're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is, how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. Any major disaster, especially weather-related, when the power goes out, can cause people to suddenly panic. Within hours, grocery store shelves in your area can be picked clean. Food supply lines get interrupted and food is hard to find. At that point, it's too late to do anything about it. You must survive only on the food you already have in your home or risk waiting for the government to respond while you're standing in food lines. So ask yourself, do you have enough food in your home to last for weeks or months? That's why the smart move is to secure your family's personal supply of the most reliable emergency food you can buy. Having at least four weeks' worth of food is not a luxury. It's mandatory. If you don't want you and your family to end up in this situation, go to 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button at the top of the page. That's 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button. I didn't think you had it in you. I'm your huckleberry. All right, JD back here with you. JD, plorable to be exact. This is Swamp Fight on AM 1360 KHNC, the Roar of the Rockies. And without further ado, I am going to bring on a couple of people here that uh, let's see if we can get these guys on. Go ahead. Are you there, guys? How's it going? I'm here, J.D. This is Steve. Steve, and I believe we've got Gary Hodges as well. Is that right? Hmm. Let's see here. Gary, are you there, Gary? Yeah. All right, I'm man. Right here. All right, so yeah. we've, we've got Steve in the studio, and we've got Gary through our other system here. So it's uh, great to have you both on. Thank you for coming on Swamp Fight. Um, appreciate that. Thank you. For Thank you. So we've got Steve, you're running for Longmont City Council at large, and we've got Gary, you're run, running for Longmont City Council Ward 3. Is that right? That is correct. All right. Well, I'm just going to turn it over to you guys, but I, I just want to set this up by, again, saying you know, how insane things have gotten in Boulder County, everybody knows that the city of Boulder, forget it. Longmont, which is, it's really a shame what's happened there over the last 15, 20 years. So it's been under leftist, Marxist, liberal rule for quite a while now. What do you guys think you can do about that? What needs to be done? What do you think? J.D., the first well, thing that I noticed, because I've been going to city council meetings for the last four years and every other week this year, they have their own 
criteria of what they want to do, and they don't seem to really care what the people say. Their number one pet project is just building large, dense, three-story, low-income, or what they call affordable, but it's really um, subsidized housing. So the city pays half the rent, and the people pay half the rent if their income is below a certain level. One one of the things that first brought me into this is lately – the city bought a couple of plots of land that were very close to single-family homes. They changed the zoning on the land, and now they're going to build three-story, 100-unit, low-income housing virtually in the middle of some single-family home areas. So I don't think the city should be doing it. You know, they're they're buying the land and changing the zoning so they can build whatever they want. I got a question for the the, the city of Longmont. What makes them uh, developers? What are they? Who do they think they are? Donald Trump? What's going on over there? Well, that's the whole other point. I don't think the city should be in property management or land development. The city should mostly be taking care of police and fire. And other than that, I believe most things should fall people. into the free market. Yeah, I agree. I agree. These, and isn't it funny, guys and Gary? Isn't it funny how all the way from the D.C. swamp down to state level, county level, city, town, school boards, everything? It is. Isn't it funny how they're constantly Democrats? I mean, are constantly trying to grow whatever government they're a part of, and and get more and more and more control. I hate that. <clears throat> that is that is an outgrowth of it, isn't it? You know, it's a, I think uh, the economists would call it rent-seeking behavior is, is what that is. And, well, you, you opened up asking about, uh, you know, us and, and our positions and such and what we're bringing to the table. Uh, I'm trying to bring a, a reality-based message to my my campaign this time around. I did run in a special election a year ago. It was my first foray into elected office and I was encouraged. I did I did well. Didn't didn't win last year. It was, um but I was encouraged to try again. So I, we looked at the numbers and it, the ward 3 seat made the most sense for me. But if you look on my website hodgesforcouncil.com, you're going to find what I'm calling a solutions-based approach to my campaign <laughs> platform. And it really encompasses, you know, my morals, values and ideals while trying to I am striving to 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 run in the spirit of a nonpartisan race. The the there's no there's no party affiliation in these council races. Doesn't need so to be. What's that? Doesn't need to be. That's does, correct. Yeah. No, you're asking, does it, does it need no, to be? I'm no, I'm saying that does not need to be a party affiliation. All we need is people with common sense that's going to lead and do what the people want, right? I, I agree. And I want to dovetail off what Steve was saying about the affordable housing. And that's that's really on the minds of a lot of people around here. And it, it's kind of. I was telling a. I was telling a group, Bond Farm neighborhood group, the other day that I feel like it's sort of a tsunami, of that's that's heading that direction. And the city right now is. They, last night, city council meeting last night, they spent a long time talking about it. And I've always said it, it's the allure of a tantalizingly simplistic solution. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, our house 
Taxes are expensive. So let's just decree that they'll be cheaper. And then when you start trying to do that, it gets very complicated very quickly. And we saw that last night at city council where the, the council members were having a hard time formulating questions because the scheme is just getting so complicated. So that's, uh, you know, that's something that I'm talking about, just trying to bring truth and reality to some of this stuff. You know, we've got young people in this area, and I have daughters. We've got young people, young married couples, who can't even afford to buy a home. They're both working. They've, they're, they're doing great. They're great, hardworking people, and they cannot afford to buy a home anywhere along the front range, especially anywhere near Boulder County. Yet, in in some of these areas like Longmont, you got people living anywhere from for free to half price. How do I get one of those deals, man? And I'll tell you something else. I'm not against affordable housing. I'm not, because there are people that need help, especially veterans, by the way. But doggone it, don't try, don't try to be a property manager or developer and turn these uh, a beautiful town like Longmont into a doggone ghetto. And that's not a slam against the people who are living in those places. What it is is that if you keep cheapening everything and you keep putting these apartment buildings and buying homes and turning them into whatever and all this stuff... The next thing you know, the biggest part of your city is cheap, and it's it's not good. Well, J.D., one of the things is the city council of Longmont wants basically net zero or a 15-minute city. They want people crammed as tight as possible so that the buses can be more full. They want shops sure. and restaurants close enough that people can walk and not have to drive cars anymore. And my position is that people moved to Longmont, like you said, 20, 30 years ago because Denver was way too crowded, Boulder was way too crowded, and they wanted to have be more of a bedroom community with more room. They wanted to enjoy the view of the mountains. And the city council now doesn't want that. They wanted to turn Longmont into another Boulder. The Democrats, they do it in every major city, and now it's spreading out to the burbs. Their idea, you know, I've talked on here before. They don't want anybody living in the Rust Belt, the Middle West, the rural areas. They, their idea is to force everybody to move into the urban areas. And what is basically what they're creating is they're the Democrats' urban plantations. And that's what they're doing. And where they can control everything. That's why it's a plantation. They yeah. control it. It don't matter what your skin color is either. If you live in a plantation, you're going to be controlled. Let's imagine like the, the person that's out there that has, let's say, pure motives on this, and they think it's just a good idea to pursue. The, the real fundamental problem with it is it doesn't alleviate a burden. It merely shifts it onto another group. Yep, and, and so it makes the market rate housing more expensive at an accelerated rate. And so there is a imagine a couple like my daughter and her husband, both public school teachers in St. Vrain Valley, would like to yep. buy in Longmont. I got one of those too, bud. 
Yeah, their mean income it puts them outside of the realm of the uh, of you know whatever the affordable housing uh, program that exists here. But the market rate is just accelerating beyond their reach. And so what you've done is you've just shifted this burden onto that group that's just outside of that, of that level to, afford, to get into those programs. But, it's, J.D., it's more insidious than that because there's inefficiencies in the system. So you have to take more than a dollar from one person to give a dollar to someone else. And that whatever that inefficiency is, it just absorbs and it's gone. And that's really what makes it expand. And we all understand affordable housing, right? I mean, every person gets it because if, if all of our housing is more affordable, right, we can, we can go to vacation in Europe instead of Florida. We can drive a better car and eat at better restaurants. And so it's bumper sticker politics at its perfection, because everybody gets it and understands the benefit of affordable housing. But, again, it's, this, it's the allure of a simple solution. And when you start trying to, trying to you know, dig into that solution and make it happen, it gets highly complicated, and it makes things worse for the very people that you think you're making it better for. My question is, and then I'll let Steve talk, my question is, when are they going to make housing affordable for everyone, which you kind of just touched on? You know, it's like they're making it affordable for one group of people that they want to control, and and by the way, do control. They, they do, let's be honest. But they're not making housing affordable for anyone else, especially young couples. And again, I don't care what your skin color is. If you're a young couple, you're having a tough time, man. Thanks, Democrats. Not only are housing prices continuing to go up, but so are interest rates and so is inflation. I mean, thanks a lot, man. But I'll tell you what, when we come back here, we're going to be going to break in about a minute or so, and we'll touch on some other subjects. That's why I like these breaks, because during each segment, we can talk about other issues and other problems and what you guys think you can do. And let me tell you both, for the last two or three weeks, I've been screaming about voters' not being in touch with reality and not getting educated. And I want to tell you all out there, especially you Democrats, you don't have to vote for a Marxist Democrat just because that's who you're affiliated with, that party. You don't have to do that. I I got news for you. If you want to make things better, you want to make your infrastructure better, you want to stop all this madness that's going on with what the city of Longmont is doing by basically trying to control everything in your life if you live within their city limits, vote for one of these guys, man. Vote, And, and we're going to talk before the end of the show about who some of these other candidates are too, guys. So we're coming up on break here in about 10 seconds. And when we come back, I'm going to ask you guys, um, what's what's the other main problems in Longmont and what you're going to do about it, all right? We'll be right back. We got Steve, we've got Gary, they're running for Longmont City offices. Let's get that city fixed. You got a chance to do it. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. 
As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach Urban Survival Training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. Hey, folks. Larry Elder here. The rumors are true. KHNC listeners are loving Y-Refi. They're investing in a secure collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or to the Fed. A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily, you're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there is no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Eldorados, you got to get in touch with Y-Refi. I've met with them personally, and take it from me, the great Eldersky, they are trustworthy, honest, and you can earn a fixed rate of return up to 10.25%. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, then R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-Y-REFI-24. Click on investyrefi.com or call 888-Y-REFI-24. You will be glad you did. You're listening to Swamp Fight, brought to you by MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. Gosh, who was that? I recognize that voice. That's who we need to get to run Longmont. Kamala, there you go. So, uh, JD Plorable here with you on AM 1360, Swamp Fight here. Thanks for joining us in the swamp. Got a real quick shout out to Mike Lindell and My Pillow for sponsoring this show. Thank you, thank you. And remind you all when you buy, when you go to mypillow.com and you purchase any of their great USA made products, please don't forget to use promo code KHNC. That helps us greatly. It helps support this station. So I'm on the air here today. I've got two guests, Steve Altschuler, I think. Is that how you pronounce your name, Steve? Yes, Altschuler. Altschuler and uh, Gary Hodges. <laughs> Steve is running for city council at large, Longmont City Council at large. Gary's running for Longmont City Council Ward 3. During the last segment, we talked about the 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 um, the housing situation, and, and we really didn't get into homeless and all that. But I'm going to turn it over to you guys What's another big problem, like we don't know, but what's another big problem in Longmont, guys? 
So, J.D., one problem that just keeps getting larger and larger is the homeless. But I want to back up a little bit and say one more thing about the affordable housing. Okay. The the city council has very socialist views on all these things. You think? So, for instance, when someone is like 10 or 20% below a minimum income level, they qualify for the affordable housing. But they can live there for the next 50 years as long as they keep their income level low. So either you're encouraging people to not work and not do better for themselves, or you're encouraging them to lie and cheat and work for cash so they can keep getting that benefit. Yeah. My point is, if you're going to help somebody, you help them for two or three years, you make it a prerequisite that they take classes at Front Range or they work with a local business in a mentoring program and increase their own value. And then after two or three years, you need to kick them out of their program and they need to be self-sustaining. You can't have people, you can't have the working people of Longmont financing the people that don't want to work for the next 50 years. Man, oh man, I agree with it. Of course you can't. And by the way, if they if they can't find a job, I'm sure the city of Longmont can find stuff for them to do while they're on that program if they need a job, right? I mean, come on. Well, and there's another aspect too, because this is called Longmont Affordable Housing. Somebody right. could move to Longmont in August and move into affordable housing in September. To my knowledge, there's no requirement that they've lived in Longmont for one out of the last two or three out of the last five years and ever paid taxes, but they're still getting that benefit from the working people of Longmont. So the other thing is with um, the homeless. Yeah. Right now, the homeless are allowed to camp wherever they want. They can be five feet in front of a retail store. And then customers are afraid to go in there because they have to wade past all these tents. And... Yeah, they're hurting businesses badly in Longmont. Right. So what I, the first thing I would like to do is make an ordinance that homeless people have to stay at least 100 feet away from a retail business and 500 feet away from a school. You need to be able to have customers coming into retail businesses, purchasing, doing transactions so the businesses stay alive. And then as the businesses get to thrive, that's how the city makes more money. And they need to the be able to working. go in those businesses without feeling Fear. threatened. Absolutely. Come on. Wow. So, so we need to protect our businesses. We need to protect our citizens. And then we can start solving the problem of homelessness. You know what the problem is here, guys? And then we'll let uh, Gary comment. The problem is, is that all these great ideas and all the great things you guys want to do, I guarantee you the vast majority of the, the people in Longmont agree with you. But the problem is it's all common sense. And the, <laughs> and the people on the Longmont City Council, they have none of that. Go ahead, Gary. Well, uh, thank you. And yeah, the, the the homeless issue in Longmont is very real, and there's a lot of people impacted by it. I, I could talk for a very long time on this, but I just want to. This here's what I'm going to say about it. I intend, if I'm fortunate enough to be elected, to be the voice of those who are being negatively impacted. So I'll tell you two quick stories. A woman I met. Uh, she did not have a uh, car, had to walk to the grocery store, and she's not very far from the grocery store. And she told me, Gary, it's really scary. And I said, why? Because you see people? She goes, no, they, 
they're high on drugs and they get in your face and it's really scary. So I want to be the voice for, for her, you know, that she's negatively impacted. Uh, I met, you know, this a woman trying to raise two boys is scared to walk to the grocery store in an area of town, which is very near where I live. That should be a very nice area. Uh, yeah. Okay. So here's yeah. another story. I met a gentleman um, who has an adult, brother well they're both adults but well into adulthood his his adult brother i think is in his 60s and he's uh mentally challenged he can live by himself as long as long as his brother checks in on him a few times a week that's fine and exactly what you want you know you want family involvement like that and and he likes to get out and stroll around the city is just part of his enjoyment of life and he lives in an area where there's a large congregation of vagrants and his brother, his, his special needs brother, is routinely accosted where they're trying to steal things from him and take advantage of him and such. And no one thinks that, that the woman I know or this mentally ill a man who's just trying to lead his life and enjoy life, that's right. But they get lost in this discussion. And I sat down with the people from our Hope Shelter uh, a couple of weeks ago, and, and it was an incredible conversation we were all very frank and upfront about what we wanted to do. And I explained to them, I, dosed, I told them those two stories, and I said, I want to be a voice for these people. And that's a noble position to be in. And I said, you, you want to help people on the street, and that is a noble position to be in. But we need to find, we need to find uh, some common ground here where everybody's interests are best served. And yeah. I told them, if, if I get elected, I want you to continue fighting for the people on the streets, and I'm going to fight for those people whose voices are not being heard, and we're going to work this out in the middle, and we're going to work together, and we're going to do it respectfully and honestly, and, and we're going to come to a solution that best serves our city. And they were impressed with that conversation, and I walked out of there, and they told me that they really hoped I, w I win this election. I do, too. I hope you both do, and I hope the other candidates we know do. You know, you, you, you can't, Steve, you can't have common ground without common sense. <laughs> All right? And, and here's the thing. Our rights are constantly, our rights are constantly being trampled on by Democrat policies, man, every single, that person you were just talking about, Gary, has a right to enjoy their life as best they can. And they shouldn't have to be afraid every time they go out their front door. That That's ridiculous. So, J.D., I want to I, I make a little point here on what Gary was saying. There are four of us running for four different Longmont City Council seats. Yes. Diane Chris is running for Ward 1. Terry Goon is running to be mayor of Longmont. So if the four of us win, there are seven seats, which means in one night, we have flipped Longmont from being socialist to being conservative. And that's what and, I've and been saying. And that excites the heck out of me. That's what I, it excites the heck out of me. That's what I've been saying. Voters, people, listen up. You literally have a chance this November to flip Longmont and to get things headed back in a common sense American direction. If you vote for these people, you know, Steve, Steve Altshuler for Longmont City Council at large. 
Gary Hodges, Dist, uh, Ward 3, uh, you've got uh, Diane Chris, Ward 1, Terry Goon for Longmont Mayor. Vote for these people and fix the problem. All right, stick with us. We'll be right back after the break. If you've ever been frustrated or frightened by a cut or a nosebleed that won't stop bleeding or had an emergency where bleeding can't be controlled, you need Bleed Stop. It's a safe-in-the-wound, non-stinging, FDA-cleared powder that's clinically proven to quickly and easily stop bleeding even for severe wounds and for people on blood thinners or people with nosebleeds. My oldest son cut himself with a knife quite badly and we had bleed stop with us and we put it on the wound and it stopped the bleeding bandages don't do much to stop the bleeding certainly not if you're on a blood thinner bleed stop works simply put bleed stop onto any cut or wound apply pressure and watch the bleeding stop easy to apply it doesn't burn it doesn't sting take away your bleeding fear bleed stop absolutely works even if you're on blood thinners or suffer from nosebleeds bleed stop is used in emergency rooms across the country bleed stop only works if you have it on hand imagine what bleed stop can do for a serious cut find bleed stop by clicking on the bleed stop button on the 1360 khnc webpage get yours today Dressed in blue See the sky in front of you And her face is like a sail Speak of white so fair and pale Have you seen a lady fair? Already know the whole front part of the alphabet A, B, C, F, L, G <laughs> A lot of other letters but not in a row like that <laughs> There's your Longmont City Council for you. All right, welcome back to the swamp with JD Plorable here on AM 1360. I uh, have a great conversation going with two gentlemen who are running for different city offices in the city of Longmont. I've got Steve Altshuler running for Longmont City Council at large, and I've got uh, Mr. Gary here, Gary Hodges, running for Longmont City Ward 3. All right. Steve, I think it's your turn. You're up. Go ahead. Well, one of the things I want to do, I think Gary did this earlier, but I'd like to point out my website. Go it, ahead. You bet. It's www.steve4longmont.com, all in small letters. You know, I can... I'll speak a little bit for Gary. Gary and I and Diane are primarily self-funded. Terry Goon is 100% self-funded. If you want to help us knock some of these people out of their seats at the Longmont City Council, donations are always a great thing, but we also need volunteers. We need people to go out and put, even if they'll put signs in their yard, if they'll talk to their neighbors and friends, um, if they'll go knock on doors, if they'll make some phone calls for us. Yeah. For, for us to take over the city of Longmont or to save the city of Longmont, we need a lot of people to step up and help us. Oh, man. That city has been ran by the same people in the same families whose names <clears throat> I don't have to – 
to to name him here on the radio. Heck, all the streets in Longmont are named after him anyway. You know who I'm talking about. Been ran by the same people for 80 years, 100 years. You want to fix Longmont, people. If you live in the city of Longmont, you have got a chance to do that next month in November if you vote for the right people. What else you guys so, uh, want to touch on? So one little thing I'd like to point out, because I, I think Gary and I are both saying the same thing, but this government in Longmont has gotten too big. In general, government needs oh, to be yeah. smaller, and we need to have more of a free market. So the example that I give people is if you have a 1,000 government employees and 2,000 free market employees, then the city has to tax the free market employees 50% to pay the salaries of the government employees. That's a great point. If you have 10,000 free market employees, then you only need to be taxed 10%. So the bigger government grows, the more they have to tax the citizens of Longmont to pay for the government employees. So I would like to see a smaller government uh, with more free market and more individual responsibility rather than having a government that wants to control everything that we do. One of the highest city sales tax rates you'll see anywhere, uh, it, anywhere in Boulder County. Of course, the city of Boulder, the city of Longmont, big, lots of that. But uh, And that's sad, yeah. man. That's sad. Can I get in here on yeah, this one? You Go betcha. For it. Go ahead. So, sales tax. So probably the most consequential campaign platform idea I have, if I get elected and successful in implementing it, is the elimination of the 0.4% fast tracks tax we pay. Now, you're out in, in Johnstown, right? So you're not in the RTD district. But for those right. counties that are, we pay 1% total to RTD slash fast tracks. That's 0.6 to RTD, so think bus, and 0.4% to fast tracks, so think commuter rail. So this passed in 2004. That's when the 0.4% went into play. And at the time, Longmont was promised the Northwest Line would extend to yep. our city by I think it was 2021. Talk about it, it all the time. Yeah, and so now they're talking numbers around 2050 or something. <laughs> and so what is happening oh, right now, what, what is happening right now is it just a big charade, right? You have some people in Longmont that are still pursuing the, 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 the train, but really what they're doing is just clinging on to the false promises of the past. And you have RTD taking our tax dollars and pretending that they're going to bring us a train. But this is a real headache for them because they constantly have to pretend. And so yep. I want to get reasonable people at the table and say, look, RTD, you don't have to bring us the train, and but we want the tax to go away. And I think RTD is just going to wipe the sweat off their brow and say, Thank you. We are tired of pretending it's going to happen. We are happy to not oppose the 0.4%. Well, that's and okay. I we'll just take that money and build another daggone express lane. <laughs> I think the people of Longmont will support it also. I think we get everybody at the table, they'll support it. But here, here's the kicker. Longmont won't walk away empty-handed because we'll sit down at the negotiating table 
and we will we will try we will we will fight for uh, more frequent regional headways on buses. We will fight for a return of specialty rides like the Broncos ride and the Rockies ride, and maybe for, even for concerts and such. Like, right, get on a bus and go down and see Taylor Swift. Yeah, common and sense. And the direct airport. You know, uh, right now, if you want to ride to the airport on public transportation, it's long and it's an arduous and burdensome journey, let me tell you. And so a lot of people in Longmont would have like to have a direct airport run. So this would free up money in unexpected ways. We might put it right back in our pocket. We might we might fund something like our rec center that's on the ballot right now or the, uh, the arts and entertainment center. Um, so... I think this is a way we can get everybody on, on the table, and everybody's going to agree it's a good idea, and, and we're going to make this happen. You know what kills me, guys? Here, here's another thing. A lot of things kills me. But here's another one. How these cities like Longmont and, and others, um, how, how many millions of dollars they spend on frivolous things like statues and little this and that everywhere we want to make our city look cool but then they turn around and turn the city into what they've turned longmont into with all the low cost housing and and you know like i said there's a place for all that we need to help those people but there's a right way and there's a wrong way and they definitely been doing it the wrong way so J.D., one thing about the current city council is, to my knowledge, nobody on the council has ever had their own business. I've had my oh, own that's bus- great. I've had my own business for 35 years. So I know what it takes to work within a budget or earn the money before you spend it. And they, they have no clue about that. Yeah. Gary, what I'm wondering is, do we get a 20-year rebate on that 0.4%? We'll talk about that when we come back from the break, guys. we got one more segment coming up, so let's continue with that after the break. Don't go anywhere, folks. J.D. Florable here. We'll be right back. Over the last 20 years, with all your support, we've been able to not only launch the original MyPillow, but also the MyPillow mattress topper, Giza Dream bed sheets, My Slippers, and the MyPillow bath towels. But there's so much more. In fact, we have over 200 products, and I'm so confident that you'll love each and every one of them that when you go to MyPillow.com now, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20 just for checking out the website. No purchase necessary. Get everything from my pillow blankets, sleepwear, kitchen towels, mattresses, duvets, pet beds, body pillows, comforters, couch pillows, bathrobes, and so much more. Use your promo code to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. And remember, just for checking out mypillow.com, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20. No purchase necessary. This is a limited time promotion, so go to mypillow.com now. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970 800 
3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970 800 Understanding that there would be no math. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Another appropriate one. Uh, talking all things Longmont, all things Longmont City Council, Mr. Steve Altshuler running for Longmont City Council at large, Mr. Gary Hodges running for Longmont City Council Ward 3. I'll tell you what, guys. This last segment, and by the way, it's a short one, so here's, here's what I'm going to offer you. And I know, listeners, I didn't do stupid Democrat clips today, and I didn't open up the live text line today. So I want to invite you guys to come back in two weeks, and we will open up the phones, and we will open up the live text line, and we'll get the callers asking you guys some questions. Can you guys come back in two weeks? I can. That would be great. Yeah, I would love to do that. You know, one of the fun parts about this, J.D., and that's actually one of the unexpected benefits for me about running for public office is how fun I find it to be. I mean, it really gets your juices flowing. And oh, yeah. I love the opportunity to uh, to take questions that I have no idea what the question is to see, can I think on my feet? Can I give the person an articulate answer? So, yeah, I, I would embrace that yeah we don't uh, pre-choose the questions or the people who we're going to let ask them like joe biden does they'll, they'll be totally off the cuff That's, i think we can handle that great. yeah i think you guys yeah. can so i i just man i mean i i've been wanting to have this conversation for a long time about longmont and about boulder county but Couple of more minutes here, guys. Throw something at us. Uh, give give us your parting comments, please. And and by the way, guys, people, listeners, Hodges4Council.com for Gary Hodges, Ward Three, Steve the Number Four Longmont.com for Longmont City Council at large. Go ahead, guys. So. One, one more thing that I would love to see the city council do, and I've actually spoken to them and, and been ignored, which is another reason why I'm running. About four years ago, Longmont City Council was debating making Longmont a sanctuary city. <laughs> they got saved, and they never had to make that commitment because Polis got in office and made Colorado a sanctuary state. My point is, if they were able to consider making us a sanctuary city before, they should be able to make us a non-sanctuary city now. And if you look yeah. at what's happening in New York and what's happening in Denver and San Francisco and everywhere else, it's going to get worse in Longmont. In 2021, according to Google, 5% of the residents of Colorado were illegals. That would mean there's 5,500 illegals in Longmont. I don't know where they are. I don't know how they're treating them or what's happening. 
but that would be even more now, two years later. I'm told there's somewhere between 150 and 200,000 illegals in the state of Colorado. I right. don't know if that's true, but that's what I'm told. So my point is, let's be proactive and make Longmont a non-sanctuary city. So again, we're protecting the citizens. Instead of giving illegals more rights than citizens, let's protect the people that live and work here. Amen. Yeah, Gary? All right. My turn. Thank you. Uh, thanks, J.D. Thanks again for uh, hosting me on this for such a long time. It's really a pleasure to be able to speak at length on some of these important topics. You got it. So I, I won't talk. I'm not going to close with the topic itself, but you're going to have some people in Longmont that hear this and agree with me and think, okay, I'm going to vote for that guy. And there's going to be some other people that think, you know, I don't seem ideologically aligned with them. I don't think I'm going to. And it's those people I'd like to chat with. And just say, I'm going to bring something different to city council, diversity of ideas that will, will help shape policy and make it better if I get on there. Right on. Right on, man. Well, thanks, guys. Thank That's you. The, uh, we're out of time today. We never have enough time, but <laughs> I'll bring you – count on it. Not there next Wednesday, but the following Wednesday, you guys are back on Swamp Fight with me, all right? That'd be wonderful. Thanks, J.D. All right. Thanks for joining me, Tahibo guys. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is tahuboteaclub.com or call us at 818-610-8080.